Hello, welcome to this Friday evening episode of the Locked On Penguins podcast. I'm your host, Hunter Hodes. Follow me on Twitter at Hunter Hodes. Follow the show's Twitter at LO underscore Penguins. Happy Friday to you. We've made it to another weekend, the first one in the month of June. Thank God. Uh, we'll just we'll keep chugging along here and day whatever now of quarantine. Um, I'm not sure if the Hockey Jeopardy is up yet at Locked On Ducks. Uh, I don't think it's been tweeted out, but when it does... Like I said yesterday, please be sure to check it out and watch me get my ass kicked um, pretty pretty bad. Um, I ended up with uh, zero points because I wagered all my points for Final Jeopardy and I lost. So uh, yeah, check that out. Um, but we also have a special guest. He's back uh, after. This is probably the longest we've not had him on. Uh, Cameron Easton, buddy, how are you doing, man? I'm hanging in there like everyone else. How about yourself? Uh, you know, I'm... It's the same thing, you know. Same shit, different day. I guess is the right word to call it. <laughs> eat, pretty much. Eat, sleep, play video games, do this, um, write a little bit, and just watch YouTube videos. Uh, that's basically all I do. Yeah, thankfully, I um I got a new job opportunity doing graphic design work and stuff um, for an ad agency here in Virginia Beach. So, uh, you gotta take the positives with the you know with the negatives and work with what you got, you know, during this crisis and mm-hmm. just hope for better things, you know, things will, things are going to get better here soon for everybody. So yeah, I think so too, buddy. Well, I'm glad to have you back on. It's just been, yeah, it's been like what, two months since you've been on or something. So something like that. What's hockey? I know, <laughs> what, what really is hockey right now? What's, but, uh, what's a hockey? <laughs> I know. Well, the NHL, well, they did announce today that phase two will officially begin on Monday. Uh, June, uh, June, June 8th. Yeah. June, June 8th. And the Penguins officially tweeted out that their, um, little mini practices will be starting on June 9th, close to the media, close to the fans. Of course, um, they're not going to allow anyone in there for safety reasons. No one wants to get, uh, COVID, especially after the Penguin player, um, a a Penguin player tested positive for yesterday. Uh, Cam, I've been trying to guess who it is. He's not in Pittsburgh. Um, the evil person in me says it's Jack Johnson. But um, I really honestly don't know who it is. I, I said yesterday, I don't really think we'll ever find out who it is. They're probably not going to ever disclose that info. No, I and I don't personally don't want to speculate myself because yeah, I, I think the Penguins and the NHL probably advised um, teams, you know, not to disclose that kind of information, especially with them trying to get back in, into the into the the rhythm for these teams playing in the in the playoff tournament. Mm-hmm. And if news broke out, um, I think, you know, all eyes would be on that sole player. Like, oh, is he, is he, you know, healthy? Is, you know, getting near the players and all that. I think there'd be a lot of attention on a, a player getting announced, you know, them having COVID. And, um, mm-hmm. I think, I think that's a, a good thing that they're not announcing it, but I, I, I've had my worries about this whole, um, you know, the, the tournament coming back and, um, just are we opening up too fast? And mm-hmm. it's just, it's, there's a lot of questions, you know? And um, I, I think the right precautions are being taken right now. Yep. And I think everyone misses hockey too. Um, I know there's, a, there's, there seems to be a divide where some fans are like, just cancel the season. Let's just move on to 2020 and 2021 season yeah and then some there, are like a very big divide with that i would say oh, oh yeah and, <laughs> you just look you know. at the responses to elliot freeman's tweets just cancel just cancel stop it stop it uh <laughs> and then you got the other ones like no no just just play it just play it 
Uh, it really is just funny to look at the replies to some of those tweets, especially with the NBA coming back too yesterday. Just look at the responses to Adrian. Uh, what just Woj's? I'm not gonna be able to pronounce his name. Woj bomb. Woj bomb. Yeah, just look at the responses to his tweets. You know, oh my God, Lakers in four. Oh, Pog champ. W's. It's oh, just, no. It's so funny. People just like post all these memes under his tweets. I'm I'm really on the fence though when it comes to these the sports coming back right now. I was gonna um, ask you what what do you think about the uh, the format that they're using since it was announced last week? Um, I think a lot of I've seen a lot of fans kind of <laughs> worry about. I wouldn't say a lot of fans. I've seen a couple, but um, about Carey Price being, you know, rest well rested, and this isn't fair to the Penguins going against Price and all this. Yeah. But um, this also plays in favor for the Penguins as well, having the injury woes they were having at that um, last stretch before the the hiatus. And um, yeah, you know, I think um, having the Penguins healthy is just it's, it's just so beneficial for them you know mm-hmm. um i i just i i, I know i told you i don't want to speculate but i am worried about the players you know health and um we saw malkin on instagram <laughs> the little cool little instagram pic oh, of man, him he, coming back on the plane bad ass today man he's rocking no stash right now looking all serious with those glasses on gino's ready to gun for that fourth cup i think yeah and i think sid is the same way i think and let's say, the whole team, I think, yeah. you know, I think this, this is a hungry Penguins team. Um, we're in the last stretch here of the Crosby and Malkin era, you know, and um, that's why I kind of want the season to play out and, and have these, yep. these playoffs. Cause I, I, I do, I, I do want to see Crosby and Malkin get a shot here. Yeah. If they, like, I've always said this after they got their third one, if they get a fourth one, they're basically into immortality mode. Um, you get four. Not many players do that. I think with Gino, he'll have the most cups ever by any Russian-born player. Um, I believe that. I think that's the case. Um, Imagine if he goes on this, like a, a, a Malkin tear, you know, and playoffs. he gets another Con Smythe mm-hmm. as well. He goes full 2009 um, mode like he did against just every team in that playoff run. It's just crazy how good he And he was having a great season up to the, yeah. you know, the hiatus we had. and. Um, especially with all the uh, criticism he faced he last the, season, uh, he was. I thought. I thought he was the team MVP this year. To be honest, you know, everywhere there was all these questions. Oh my God, you know, Malkin was struggling last year. You know, is it this the end for Evgeny Malkin? And it's once like you know, when you give him good minutes with some actual good um, defensive partners, not named Jack Johnson, you know, it works. But I mean, he was off a little bit last year. I will say that. But I think um, people over-exaggerated his demise, and he was just a utter monster this season. Um, well, and Crosby had the injuries yep. issues this season, you know, and Malkin definitely – he seems to do that pretty often when Crosby's injured. Just put the team on his back and, you know, rings the bell, you know? Yeah, did you see the interview that his wife did um, for, like, a Russian outlet? They're basically where she was talking about um, his the rest of his playing career, basically. What, what I have not. Okay, yeah, so – she basically said that, you know, he he, lo- he loves it still in Pittsburgh. You know, he, he really loves taking over when Crosby gets hurt. Um, I think well, one thing that did strike out to me was that apparently she thinks that Malkin, for his final season of playing hockey, is going to go back to Russia to play in the KHL. So that was – that like Pavel Daksu kind of did for his last year. So that was mm-hmm. interesting. 
Uh, I'm not sure if that's going to happen. I mean, she, she also said, I don't think he's going to go anywhere else. That, I mean, that's not happening. I mean, any NHL team, I should say. But I thought that was interesting that she said that he may go to his Russian hometown KHL team after his NHL playing days are over. I just, I, I didn't know. I pers- I, I, yeah, I personally don't think that would happen, like, <laughs> you know, in two seasons yeah. where it's just like he's still playing really great. And then he's like, oh, all right. See you guys. Yeah, but it, it, like, I think it's. Yeah. I think there will be indications where the team is going to start declining and mm-hmm. age is catching up to Sid and, and Gino and, um, as they say, bite the bullet. Malkin's just going to, respectively, go to go to Russia. Yeah, no, I agree. Especially as my dog right now is trying to just give my hand a bunch of kisses. If my dog can just stop <laughs> doing that, that would be very very great. Um, it's just very distracting, but she also said apparently he cut out, I think some, uh, potatoes from his diet. He really doesn't eat, um, a lot of carbs anymore. There's just some, there you like, go. Go on the keto diet. Yeah, I G- see Gino is just, you know, doing his thing. Uh, I, just, I need to taking a page out of the Brady handbook, you know, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but, but I'm glad that he was going back to Pittsburgh today. You know, he, he looked ready and I think he's going to be, he's going to, I think he's going to pick up right where he left off. I think. Yeah, and I think um, I really like seeing um, players like Teddy Bluger and and Sam Lafferty and the the lower you know bottom tier players that you don't really get to talk about as often like mm-hmm. the Sids and Genos, and you know I, I'd like to see them kind of step up to the plate in this tournament and almost yep. kind of do what Rust and Sherry and uh, Kunakel did back in the 2015-16 season. Yeah, the, um, um, the, that Aston Reese-Tanev-Bluger line is going to be fascinating to watch. Um, defensively, of course, their underlying numbers are disgustingly good, um, but also offensively, I thought they were just they were just producing. You know, I know Tanev had stretches where he wouldn't produce, but then he would produce some goals. I know Aston Reese was having the best defensive season of his career, and then just Teddy Bluger, what a, what a player he's become, like you said. I mean, I still think he should have been playing a lot more last season, uh, but they had to uh, play, of course, Matt Cullen. And, you know, Matt Cullen was just a corpse at that point. That was not 2015-16 Matt Cullen. That was Team Grandpa. Yeah, that was, that was a grandpa right there. That was just, <laughs> it was hard to watch Matt Cullen because he just was not good. And you could you could easily see just how good Teddy Bluger was because he was just outperforming him, outperforming him, Jesus, in every possible way. And it was good to see him finally get rewarded for getting the fourth-line center nod this season and playing like it oh yeah and he produced um i think better than what many people expected yeah and um going back to tanev i mean i going back to the past couple podcasts i've been on i was you know criticizing the tanev signing and i really didn't agree with the length of the contract but i think tanev was a great signing and um, I'm kind of, you know, biting my lip, kind of regretting saying that stuff about him because I, I, I do think he's he fits perfectly in that uh, that fourth line, and I'm hoping the chemistry stays there going into this tournament. And, I, and that's another thing too is is considering uh, chemistry, team chemistry. Um, <laughs> I know me and you were uh, watching those that Western road trip. Um, I was on Discord. Together. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. We were watching it together, and it was just we were so disappointed in the scene. And um, I, I think, you know, some of, the, some of it had to do with the chemistry, with, you know, getting uh, 
Marlowe and, and Rodriguez in there. And, yeah. and even Zucker, even though Zucker was playing really well, I think the lines just uh, Sullivan hadn't had the lines figured out just yet, you know? Yeah. So, um, and, and I, another thing I thought about too, is the fact that the Penguins uh, historically don't always start really good at the beginning of their seasons. Am I wrong? I mean, I, I always see it. They did of, this season though. They, they did, took something, uh, that they never do before, and they did it <laughs> because usually, like you said, they start slow and then they really t- heat it up. But this year it was the opposite. That's... They started out fast, and then they just totally, um, they just they then they that six game losing streak, whatever six game seven game losing streak, you know that cost them a spot in the top. Yeah, order. and I, and I'm just hoping this hiatus doesn't like give that same effect where it's almost like a new season for these guys. Yeah, you know what I mean. And because they haven't, I mean. They've probably been skating. Some of them have been skating and, you know, they've been doing their training and all that. But that's not to the same thing as, you know, a, a training camp, you know, and being with the team. And, you know, so. Yeah. It, it will be interesting to see all the NHL teams and how, um, especially not in the NHL, but all of sports and how they come back from um, COVID. And, I mean, you look at the NFL and that was – I was, you know, looking at some um, YouTube videos on some interviews with some player, Steelers player, draft players, mm-hmm. and that's got to be so weird getting drafted and you don't even get to go to the facility or yeah. or meet the coaches or, you know, it's all online and yep. you're going to be expected to be, you know, in the same shape and the same um, athletic, you know, talent you have. Mm-hmm without all the, all the, you know, amenities. Yeah, it, it is, it is going to be, um, pr- pretty weird. But, um, one thing we do have to talk about, um, is, uh, rockauto.com. It's a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. You can go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Their catalog is unique. It's remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. You can go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. You can write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that, um, well, he sent you. So there's an amazing selection. You get really good low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com. All right, Cam. So, you know, one thing I've been doing lately, um, I'm sure you've been listening, you know, the, the, uh, the this day in Penguins history and, um, well, to this day in 1967, Cam, uh, the Penguins franchise joined the National Hockey League. So, uh, Paul, give him a chat for that. Wow. Yeah. Um, it's been, uh, I wonder if this team will be good. I know, yeah. <laughs> no. I wonder what they'll do for the next 53 years. So, that is the anniversary of that. Hey, for 53 years, they did pretty good. I know they had their rough beginning, and they yeah. went through that stretch where, you know, the Mew was had his, you know, his unfortunate injuries and, and going through the cancer and um, and in the possibility of the team being sold. But I think rebounding from that, they've done pretty well for themselves. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Of course, you know, with the two bankruptcies they had, you know, wouldn't some people like to say that it's the fans fault and it really was the fans fault, you know, shitty ownerships will blind people into thinking otherwise, um, especially, you know, around the time of, you know, ni- ni- 1999 through 2005, just a lot of, that was a lot, a lot of hard times. Thank God for Yarmir Yarger in 1999. I know I sound like a broken record, but 
uh, without. She doesn't that. get no love from the city. Yeah, I'll be we, honest. You know, we, we love Yarmir Yager on this podcast. Um, yep. People who hate him, you know what? You have uh, problems. Uh, that's that's all I'll say. But um, what what else here, Cam? What what else can we talk about here in the hockey world? What else you got? For hmm, me? Man. Uh, uh, give me uh, give me your thoughts on the um okay the round robin format i know i've talked about it enough i've shared my thoughts <laughs> what do you think the round robin for the top four teams in each conference i don't I, you know it's gonna be interesting for the flyers i think yeah because um, they were going on that streak but i don't see them as like a powerhouse from the east you know what i mean yeah, they, they were playing good, but you know, if they go three and zero in that round robin, dude, they get the number one seed over Boston, who's way ahead of them. <laughs> right, uh, and and what's funny is going talking about the um, where the Penguins are seated. If they lose, they'll still have their um, protected lottery draft yep, pick. That's you know? right, and you know, you know what, you know what that means, uh, Cam. You get the number one <laughs> overall pick. <laughs> that would work so well for the Penguins. <laughs> I had a, I had a. Josh Yoey and Chad on last week, you know, they were talking about, I was t- saying to them, you know, the conspiracy theories will be out in full force on twitter.com. I will s- love to see all the takes saying how penguins paid Batman. Oh my God. The, the, the league the favors. The hockey penguins. world would be on fire. Oh, I know. If that were to happen. Oh, the league favors the penguins. Gary it, Batman loves the penguins. Blah, 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 blah. Pittsburgh against the world, yeah, right? Yeah, it's Pittsburgh against yeah, Pittsburgh. It really is Pittsburgh against everyone. I love those people that have those conspiracy theories. It just makes me laugh, you know. Oh my god, the Penguins are favored by the Rats. It's just like, who comes up with this nonsense? Um, you have Tom Wilson on your team. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's just yeah. All right, I'm done. I'm done um, with these little conspiracy theories. I just had to put that out there. I haven't I haven't been able to do that in a while since we haven't had hockey, so it was good. To, I don't know. Um, for me, it's been weird because yeah. um, it's I. You know, you tune into ESPN, and you see cornhole tournaments <laughs> and stuff. So it's like I haven't been watching ESPN or any of that. You know, it's it's just been kind of weird without sports. And to be quite honest with you, other than doing my like my little Photoshop jersey swaps for some athletes, I don't really think or. Or watch, I'm, I watch some highlights, you know, I'll, I'll reminisce, but mm-hmm. I'm not really, you know, in depth with sports as I usually am this time of year. I, I mostly just go on YouTube, to be honest with you. I'll just look up old Penguin highlights. I've been going back to 2016, 2017 stuff. Mm-hmm. Just been, well, I just, I actually turned on um, the full um, game one against the Rangers. Um, uh-huh. Mr. Game one, Mr. Jeff Zatkoff. Yeah, Pog in the chat for Jeff Zatkoff, everybody. That was a great game. Yeah, that was because that really set the tone for that for that Stanley Cup run. Yeah, I, I still can't believe they won that game. Sucks they didn't win Game Two for you though. When you were there, I still, I still, still, uh, yeah, that was a great experience. Yeah, no, was, of, of course. Fun. Yeah, I, I, I play. I was talking yesterday. You know, that June Fourth was the eleven uh, year anniversary of the Game Four against the Red Wings, where Jordan Stahl went around Brian Rafalski for I think one of the best goals, one one of the most best and one of the most important goals in franchise history. I mean that goal i've said it so many times you know it that turned that series in the penguins favor because the red wings were looking like it was going to be like last year in 2008 and they were going to go up three games to one but jordan stall said you know not on my watch <laughs> yeah that uh, i miss jordan stall um yeah. i mean i would i'm glad we kind of didn't give him that money because he asked for a lot of money but it ended up working you know well for both hey he's the captain over there in carolina so 
Yeah, really Jordan, Jordan Stahl, right? you know, he's... Yeah, I, I miss him a lot. You know, he just turned into such an utter monster. He was just so, so good. And Cam, I'll tell you what else is good. And, you know, you have the, uh, the Bilt Bar uh, Protein Bars, Cam. Just, you know, so good. 16 amazing flavors, 8 chocolate nut flavors, 8 chocolate nut-free flavors. They're covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. Um, I don't know if you've ever had some, but my the mint brownie is also one of my favorites. 15 grams Ooh. of protein, 110 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and 5 grams of net carbs. And we have an offer. You can go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON. You'll get $10 off your first order. And that's promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. Wow, so that was actually a pretty good uh, transition into a live ad read. I'm not, I have not been the best at those, but you know, uh, Cam, <laughs> if you ever want a protein bar, you know, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll hook you up with some. Hey, that mint brownie sounded pretty good. Yeah, I'm, it, I'm, it, I'm, it, I'm gonna have to look into that. I've had it. Yeah, it's 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 really really good. You know, they they do a Man, good job. Yeah. with those. Um, let's see here, Cam. I'm trying to think of other things to talk about because man, there is just not a lot going on. Oh, the Penguins. Well, 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 how about this? How who was your most improved player for this for this year? Uh, most improved? Oh, that's a that's a good question. Um, hmm. Wow, uh, that's this one actually has me stumped a little bit. Because um, I'm going to go ahead and say Brian Rust. Um, yeah, yeah, that's probably because that's the easy one. Either him or Malkin, but I think I got to give cr- credit to Rust because um, he set season or career records for himself with points and. Yep. Um, I'm sure he would have continued to add on to that, you know, but um, I think there was a lot of questions with him because he had some, a couple injury issues. Uh Um, And I think he had, he had a fully healthy season Mm -hmm. and I, he, he is really a good um, top six uh, winger, I think um, for the Penguins and it's a great contract that he signed too um, that Jim Rutherford got him. Yeah, so I, I, I would go ahead and say he was most improved. Yeah, you know that's probably the easy answer. Um, he was going to have thirty goals. I mean, he's probably going to have on probably thirty-five goals if we're being honest. At you know? that point, yeah, at the rate he was going. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I don't, I'm trying to think of like other um, options here. You know, I, I, Teddy Bluger. You know, we talked about him earlier. I think yeah, that's he's up there too. Like I said, he really came in. Good choice. Zone. That's in. That's a really good choice. Um, Aston Reese is a good one. You know, he really hadn't been noticing him. He had always been hurt. Every time he would go on like a nice run, he would go hurt. He still was hurt a little bit this year, but for most, the most part, he was healthy. And when he was healthy, you know, like I say he was a force in the uh, defensive zone on that line. That was their, the Penguins, they would, they would use that as their shutdown line. They would almost make it their third line at times. And, you know, I think a big question is, you know, how much, how many minutes are they going to give that line? over a line like their third line that they're going to have, which is probably going to be Patrick Marlowe, Jared McCann, and Patrick Hornquist. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they may split those two lines and give them the same minutes, to be honest. That's just my guess, though. I agree. Um, who would your most um, – not most, but like who who's the player you would question going into this tournament? Like will they be successful or will they tank? Uh, um, honestly, it's probably the goaltending. Um, that's their biggest question, and it's for both of them. Um, that's, this is not a, just a Matt Murray thing. This is also a Tristan Jari thing. Um, his numbers were going down prior to the hiatus. They were not at the elite level that they were. I mean, they weren't going to stay that way. This guy does not have a big sample size. Um, so they were down to regress a little bit. But, you know, Matt Murray, he was playing better, but, you know, it, it would tank a little bit. Then it would go back up, and it would tank a little bit. I, I do think um, if I were a betting man, I think Jim Rutherford is going to have – 
uh, Mike Sullivan have Matt Murray start. Um, I think when they'll probably talk about it, and I'm sure they will. I think it is going to be Murray, but um, that is the biggest question mark for me. Um, they could both easily tank. That you got to be worried about them because um, you know you never know with goaltending. I agree. I, I think for me, it, it's probably this defense, um, and more importantly, Jack Johnson and Justin Schultz. I think. Yeah, that pairing. Yes. You know, yeah, it sucks, and you know Schultz had his shining moments in in fifteen and sixteen. You know what I mean? But they were, he he still hasn't panned out to what he could be. And you know I think you look at the numbers and how he's played this year and the pairing with him and Jack Johnson. Um, I think something needs to change there, and hopefully, for some players on this team. Like Jack Johnson, <laughs> this break will be beneficial for them. You know and what? You know what, Jack? You can you can just you can just have Yuso Vikula take your spot, and you can just stay quarantined at home with your family. You know, we won't complain. Um, all right, that was my part. Maybe a little mean. I'm sorry, Jack, but uh, you know, Yuso Vikula was outperforming him. But um, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm I can't slander Jack Johnson anymore. But no, I, I hear where you're coming from, Justin Schultz. I thought his best year with the Penguins honestly was 2016-17, but he put up like 50 points that season. When Chris Letang was out with his herniated disc, took it to a whole new level in the playoffs. But you know, when he had that game, remember that ankle injury he had, and this just yeah, been, that's where it's been. It was in Montreal, since. right? When that happened, yeah, yeah. it was just bad. When he came back from that, I'm like, yeah, this guy isn't right. Like he just does not look the same. And I feel, I feel, and bad. he's probably gonna, he's probably gonna cash in too. If I'm not, if I'm a betting man, someone you know? will sign him. I don't think he's going to get like a monster amount of money, but someone will give him a, a good He's going to get more money than the Penguins would offer. So oh, easily. Yeah. Um, I absolutely. Think. And you know, good for him, but yes. I think thankfully we have John Marino that has stepped up tremendously this season. Dude's um, a stud. A stud. And you were, you were big on him earlier in, in the season. And you know, I, I, I am so impressed that the season he had, um, he had that injury, but um, I'm excited to see what he does in this tournament too. Yes, yeah, I really, I really am too. Uh, John Marino is just—he was so good all season. You know, I saw Greg Wyszynski's article from ESPN where he did like his NHL award stuff. You know, like the snubs and the contenders and all that, and you know, like the uh, the dark horse pick. Nope, John Marino wasn't on there. Um, pretty. Uh, uh, I even I even quote tweeted it. I'm like, come on, Greg, that's just. Getting slept on. Yeah, he's he's been getting really slept on, and I know the injury kind of screwed him out, maybe of getting a finalist. But doesn't doesn't Pittsburgh always get slept on though? I mean, let's be real. A little bit, a little, a couple years that they have, yeah. A couple years. Yeah, just a couple, but especially this year, I think <laughs> slept on this year. But uh, yeah, Marino, he was just he he's he's going to be really good for a long time. That pairing with Pedersen, I'm excited to see. Hopefully, this break benefited Pedersen a lot because I thought he was just mainly okay. Um, this season he wasn't doing anything special but um cam you got anything else from right before we call it an episode yeah I don't, I don't know probably gonna you know what i'm gonna watch a a game or a rewind tonight i'm gonna look at a penguin game and just kind of reminisce you know there i haven't really i i did on monday night i watched a game i haven't really done it that much since since the hiatus so mm-hmm. i need to get back in that rhythm you know yeah no, I, I got you i got you um i'll probably just you know probably play some video games watching youtube videos that kind of stuff but um <clears throat> excuse me cam i really do appreciate you coming on we're gonna have you on I'm, I'm sure as the season comes back to hopefully resuming oh i all know that's 
well over a month and still about a month and a half away. Camps probably won't start for another month, I think. That's when phase three begins. So, um, like I said, Cam, I really do appreciate you coming on for this. Hey, I appreciate you. Um, thank you to everyone listening. Um, it's always great coming on here and always getting the invite from Mule Hunter. So, of course, yes. Yeah. Yeah, stay, stay safe. Stay healthy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't get, don't get bored. <laughs> yes, yeah. Don't get bored. You know, I know a lot of states are starting to reopen a bit. You know, Virginia. Most of Virginia moved to phase two today. Um, yeah, Cam, Cam did, but you know, Northern Virginia didn't because you know, Northern Virginia up here where I live takes up almost ha- over over half of the population, the state's population. Hey, so it, it was it was Donut Day too, and I got a free donut at Seven Eleven. There so. you go. That's nice. <laughs> that's a that's a a nice little positive in the yes. world. It was, it was Donut Day. <laughs> there you go. That's, that, that's awesome. But um, yeah, we'll have another episode coming next week. Well, we'll have three episodes coming next week. Jesus, it's too late for this. Uh, we'll have another episode. The next episode will be coming back on Monday. So uh, thank you guys so much for listening, um, and we will talk to you all then.